I'm used to seeing you outside. I've been watching your stories with Ovi. So I'm like, oh. oh, this is a totally different setup for you right now. I like your outdoor office. Oh yeah, no. Um, that is something I wish I could definitely do, but especially for like the summits, it's like several hours and I can go out there and work for like two, but if I'm streaming, like obviously that's a little bit yeah. different. So it's yeah. harder to manage. And if something happened and my oh, internet God. dropped out, like I would feel horrible. So yeah. I do that for like my, you know, calls where it's just like a quick thing or if it's whatever, but I'm out there like just working on my computer, like most of the day because yeah. My house is really old. It's from like the thirties. And so there's not really any insulation. So that means there's not any AC. So we got oh. a unit, but my fiance's home. He works, um, with Amazon, like he's an engineer. And so okay. he's home until now, October, which is crazy. Wow. And, um, yeah. So we're both working from home and it's just hard because like, I like him to be able to come in. We need to get another AC unit is what needs to happen, but. Oh my gosh. Uh, and you're in Southern California? Uh, Palo Alto. Yeah. Oh, uh, right oh, you're outside. in Northern California. Oh, right outside the Bay area. Yeah. Yeah. Palo Alto. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah, I didn't realize it's like that. It's really hot here. It's like 85 something every day in our house. It's just really, it's an old, um, it's just really weird. So it like traps all the heat in here and it, it's just getting really hot. And so we're trying to figure out what we're going to do um, like for the summer. And we we're even considering like, should we go to LA? Should we like move? Like we can both oh. work remote. We could work from anywhere. That and would just be fun. Current situation, it's just kind of scary, right? We don't know like yeah. what's going to happen or like we don't want to go to Thailand and then one of us get coronavirus and then no definitely don't care. want to do that no yeah so it's just a little um un unsettling we're trying to make it the best we can and obviously I set up a little table out there and I was like you know I, I wonder if I could work from out here and the wi-fi is really good so I'm able to um, work for most of the day out there and Ovi can hang out and just uh relax yeah it looks like heaven it looks so nice it is yeah except when there's cars and then you know the odd right. dog that walks by so she freaks out and then right that. but that's that's pretty normal it's okay yeah <laughs> um so really excited to have you here today and to be i mean it's monday but we're going to be hanging out again on friday at the right. summit the virtual summit and i'm really excited to be like working with all of your partners and all of your friends. Um, and um, we have, I, I think we're talking with um, Mia at Credo today, but I know for sure we have Carrie Gran uh, at Carrie Gran Skincare. And then we also have Indy Lee. And so really excited to kind of have all of you speak on different topics. Um, so for Yeah, super exciting. Yeah. So for everyone that's listening, uh, this is, I'm having an interview today with Joanne Starkman, who is one of the founders of Intersense. It's her and her husband. And so we're going to be talking today, but if you want to tell everybody a little bit more about who you are and what you do and how you got to where you're at, we can start there. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much, Cassandra, for having me. It's just such a pleasure to be here. And um, yeah, so Greg and I are both longtime hairdressers. I've been a stylist for over 30 years. And um, it was really at the birth, well, my daughter was two years old when she was diagnosed with a very rare genetic disorder called Williams syndrome. And it happens to be Williams syndrome awareness month. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that. 
but she's actually 24 years old and um but at the time she was two and so i i feel like i'm i don't want to i'm going to be talking more about this on friday right so i don't want to go into the whole story but basically it was kind of my epiphany and my awareness being a stylist and recognizing how, how many chemicals that I was being surrounded by and even the very products that I was using on my daughter's hair. And I think, you know, when you're, when your health starts to open up and your awareness starts to open up, there's really no going back. And so I became an avid label reader and simultaneously Greg had left from behind the chair and he was working with major manufacturers. And so he was kind of seeing the emergence of, the consumer that was becoming more intelligent and reading labels. And so this was like the inception or very, very early on as far as the clean beauty movement was concerned. So we kind of consider ourselves pioneers. And so it was kind of my inspiration and the fact that it was, I became a label reader basically. Mm. So. So it, it didn't really dawn on you until there was an issue. So did, was somebody saying like, there's a link here or were? Well, it's, it wasn't, that's such a good question. It's not necessarily that there was a link, but I think like, you know, all of us, whenever a major life shift happens for you, you start to, you cut the basics kind of become a necessity. Right. Mm. And so here I was, I had this daughter that you know, I thought was going to be developing typically, and I learned that she wasn't. And so then I was kind of thrust into this world of special needs and having to take her to doctors and um, geneticists and different physical therapy, occupational therapy. And so then health and wellness kind of became first and foremost to me. So I started buying more organic foods, cooking more organic um, meals. And I, of course, as a mother, you want to give your child the best, right? Well, I thought I was giving my child the best. And then it came to the idea that, you know, she has this gorgeous curly hair and even at, at two, and I was putting per, what I thought to be professional products, the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And it, I was just going off what marketing was telling me and the, you know, what I thought was the cleanest and the most professional products because I was a stylist, right? And then really when my the light bulb started going off i turned around the bottle and started recognizing that there were silicones plastics resins synthetic fragrance and that is basically in everything and it, it didn't i mean I, I it's embarrassing to say but it, that's the truth you know that's it didn't really dawn on me and so then it was really you know launched us, us off into researching and developing and recognizing that it was not only the ingredients, but it's how the ingredients are processed that makes mm -hmm. a huge difference. And obviously, Greg is the um, researcher and the developer of the two of us, for sure. And so he'll obviously be talking a lot more about that on Friday. Well, the topics that I know that you guys are each talking on, you're talking about more finding the inner sense in the midst of chaos, yeah. and he's talking about how to discover clean beauty in a dirty world, and I think those are great titles, but I think, you know, it's so interesting to hear that from this issue with your daughter that you decided to create a hair care line, so what was it more hair products that you guys were using? Cause he's bald, right? Yeah. <laughs> so well, did you take the kind of like, okay, we're going to start this. And then he kind of came in and said, let's do it together. Or did you guys well, both decide? 
I no, I think we both decide. I think that there was a lot, you know, it was kind of like everything kind of lined up synergistically. I mean, I think Greg and I definitely, I talk about InnerSense as a love story. You know, we met and um, fell in love and married within the beauty industry. And so I think we really had a big passion for what we were doing both personally and professionally, and realize that the beauty community, they're just such loving, giving, caregiving sort of people. And so when the light bulbs went off for us, we felt that it was kind of almost our duty or our mission or just something we were so inspired by to share with other people and really wanting to offer the most clean, most professional because when you go to the health food store at least what i did in 19 okay 1987 this was in 1987 when my daughter was diagnosed right so back then it was just basically going to the health food store and then you would just buy kind of what was ever there and being a professional stylist it just the quality of products it it wasn't there for me right i was used to professional brands and so i think that that was kind of what our challenge and what Greg's mission was to really provide something that was professionally performing, but totally clean and safe. So, okay. so you were both in the, you were both hairstylists. I was, I was working behind the chair at the time and Greg had left behind the chair, but he was working for big beauty. So he was working for other, um, other major corporations. Got it. Okay in sales marketing and product development and you just thought there has to be um that this is going to go well because there's nothing really like this and we should we should just do it regardless because it's the right thing to do absolutely for sure yeah i mean it definitely was a passion for us because there wasn't anything out there i mean when we launched you know I think there were a lot of stylists that were like me that thought there were other brands in the market that were really healthy for them and not really being label readers. I mean, it was a big education for sure. And Greg did a lot of research and development. Uh, I think we conceived the brand and it took us like three years to basically form formulate. Mm. Wow. So you had some connections, so you were able to do that a little bit quicker than like the person starting in their kitchen, like not really knowing and just wanting to get into beauty. You guys had. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, we were dope, both, I mean, both born into the beauty industry for sure. I mean, I can remember doing my friend's hair, you know, on the playground. <laughs> I mean, I, I was meant to be a hairdresser. I loved everything having to do with hair. So it was definitely our, pa you know, my passion for sure. Hmm. And that makes sense why you guys are in so many salons, because I definitely noticed that it was um, very, and you know, it was a more of like a professional in a lot of salons and things. Um, and so that makes more sense because you had that background and you understood what it needed and what it took to be in the salons and like what the stylist wanted and all of that. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, clearly, I mean, I, we had to test many, many products and go through definitely many, many iterations. Um, and, you know, I have to give Greg a lot of credit. He's definitely the type of person that pushes the wire and he's always looking for newer and better and, you know, wanting to make sure that we're using the cleanest of clean ingredients and the best of the best. So. So do you like source everything locally, like because it is organic, is it something that you guys 
work on or do is there like a farm or something or how does that all work we um source our ingredients from all over the world and it's basically about partnerships and so greg has forged these partnerships throughout you know all of our sourcing Mm. yeah he'll he'll definitely he loves talking about that so you guys are going to have a great conversation on friday about all of the ingredients he's definitely love ingredients awesome so can we talk a little bit about more about Williams syndrome? So like talk, let's talk about what these shirts. Represent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Did, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Um, so Morgan it's um, so Williams syndrome is basically a, it's a genetic disorder and it's a micro deletion on the seventh chromosome. So much like other uh, chromosomal genetic situations, they have, everybody with Williams syndrome has certain characteristics within this whole group. So a lot of them have similar facial features. Um, they, a lot of them have curly hair, not all of them, but a lot of them do. And uh, they call, they say that they have a cocktail personality, which is really, really sweet. So when you go to Williams syndrome conventions, these uh, children, young adults and adults, they're just very warm and outgoing. A lot of people don't recognize the level of their disability because they are so verbally astute. Morgan, when she meets somebody, she remembers their name, she remembers things about them. So they, they don't really kind of present as um, disabled as they actually are, if you will. So, but it, it's much like, so it, sometimes I compare it, it's not a comparison, but a lot of people know Down syndrome, right? So Down syndrome is a genetic, disability and so a lot of the kids have same uh, characteristics and facial features and whatnot williams is the same thing not the same thing as down syndrome but the same thing where all of the kids or adults or people that have williams syndrome have the same characteristics hmm. so um she's we we call morgan the director of joy because she just really brings a lot of uh love and compassion and laughter um, she's quite something. Yeah. So um, we've done this for the past three years. So we've partnered with um, a platform called Outshine Labels, and they are on Instagram and Facebook. And Jessica Connors is also a mother of a child with Williams syndrome. And so she started this beautiful platform called Beautiful Conditions. And so she tells parents stories about their children with special needs. So basically, she is just wanting to get the word out because some you feel you can feel so alone in this community at times right i mean the internet has made things much much better i mean it was when I, when i when morgan was first diagnosed i mean we barely had the internet you know what i mean it was like you know trying to connect with people and you're just connecting by phone and whatnot now with social media and whatnot it's much easier to connect but jessica has this beautiful platform called outshine labels and um so basically what she does, it's a marketplace for families that have children with special needs and they create their own logos, you know, something that is a sentiment that is near and dear to their family's hearts. And then the proceeds go to, it can go directly to the family. So a lot of times family don't, they don't have the means to be able to do the extra therapies and whatnot. But for us, what we're doing is we're donating all the proceeds to the Williams Syndrome Association because that was really what supported us early on to connect us with other families, to give us information about Williams Syndrome. 
So people can, this month is Williams Syndrome Awareness Month. So people can go to Outshine Labels and purchase this love t-shirt and then proceeds will go to the Williams Syndrome Association. And so the reason that Morgan picked love last year was her theme was You Rock because she just is always like, she's she loves 80s uh, old time rock. She, Journey is like one of her favorite bands. So she's just, oh, you know, you rock was definitely something that she always says. But this year, which is really interesting because this obviously happened before um, COVID and everything, we picked, or she picked the theme of love and it's just basically love period. And so I think she, that is just kind of an expansion of who Morgan is. She's just this loving, caring, she just is, you know, nothing but pure joy. And so I think that this is just an appropriate um, logo for this year and for Morgan and just the idea, you know, that it's, it's just all about love. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So did she help design them or did you have someone make the shirts or? Yeah, so we, um, so obviously we used our inner sense burst. That's kind of the theme that has carried us through the, uh, through the logo. And then we had, we did have a designer that we worked with and then basically Morgan picked, you know, we kind of made like three different iterations of it and she picked the one that she liked best. Oh, awesome. That's, yeah. that's super cool. So yeah. what um, does the proceeds go towards? Like, what is it for? Yeah. So it's the Williams Syndrome Association. And so they really are support on so many levels, different families with Williams Syndrome. Um, it can go towards camps and therapies and just general, like we have a, a convention every two years, which unfortunately the convention's not going to be happening this year. It was supposed to be in Phoenix. I think they're going to push it off for another two years, unfortunately. But they do so much by um, as far as research and connecting professionals. A lot of uh, people with Williams syndrome have heart conditions. And so that's not something that I guess I really talk a lot about because we've been so blessed with Morgan that she hasn't had any sort of heart conditions. A lot of cardiologists actually diagnose babies and young children with Williams syndrome because it's generally there's something within the heart that is detected. And so, you know, uh, the Williams Syndrome Association puts people in contact with professionals and just disseminates. I mean, they really basically are the clearinghouse for all things Williams syndrome. Mm, that's great. And yeah. so do you, is there um, something that you're doing with the shirts? Like, do you have them for sale that you're hoping for people to buy and then that the proceeds go to? Correct. Yeah. So the, the shirts are on Outshine labels and that is the marketplace that is, um, by Jessica Connors and okay. she has a daughter that has Williams syndrome. And so that's how I got in contact with her. And so through that marketplace, if people go to Outshine Labels and purchase a love t-shirt, and we also have other merge there. We have these little love um, coffee mugs and we've got cute little um, canvas bags. And so you can go and, and as you can see, there's different designs. Like I'm wearing my black with the white logo and you've got the white with the pink logo on it. So there's definitely, there's a really cute um, sweatshirt that's like a half tank sweatshirt sort of thing. And then we have tank tops and yeah. So if people go to um, Outshine Labels and they can shop Morgan's store and if they purchase a t-shirt, then a portion, I think it's like 50% of the 
or maybe even more, 60% of the proceeds go to the Williams Syndrome Association. So we're donating all the money to the, to the Williams Syndrome Association. So it's something that Morgan really loves to do because I think that that was, um, you know, having a child with special needs, it just puts you in this whole other world. And at times it, you could feel very alone and very isolated. And, you know, it was always kind of my idea and thought that I always wanted to make sure that I was having Morgan out in the world and making sure that she was contributing because right we all want to contribute we all want to contribute to something to our community to we all want to have a purpose and a passion in life and so that was the thing that i really wanted to make sure that i was going to support morgan to be able to put herself out there into the community and to be able to you know just spread her love and spread her joy and as a matter of fact she's been here at the office since we've she normally goes to a day program so she's 24 years old now and so I, I'm sure you're, you know, Lafayette, I'm, right? You're in Palo Alto. So we, we live in Clayton, but she would take BART every day from Concord to Lafayette to go to her day program. And obviously since the quarantine, she hasn't been able to do that. So she was perfectly happy to come into the office with us every day. And so what she's been doing is she's been calling all of our customers every day. So she has this long list of customers and she's just calling them to check in and see how they're doing and talk about their animals and find out how things are going for them. And so she's basically really stepped into the, the position of director of joy. She even has little business cards and everything that say director of joy. So she's, she's really had a good time doing that. That's awesome. And you yeah. have, um, do you have another, do you have a son or do you have two? We do. Yeah, okay. we have a son. So my daughter Morgan is 24 and then my son is 22 and he was actually going to the University of Hawaii prior to this. And so then he had to come home. And so now he is actually working here as well. And we love having him. I mean, I'm secretly as, as a mom, right? I'm just like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in heaven having both my kids here with me. So yeah that's yeah. really cool yeah i'm sure they just love everything yeah um, yeah he's really getting into it it's it's really cute to watch him so he's been in, out in the warehouse packing boxes so he's learning a lot of different areas of the business it's yeah it's it's no easy feat having it having your own company for sure and i think he's you know he's watched us for years obviously built the company and um you know yeah he's just a very kind compassionate person and so he's now getting firsthand. He's here packing boxes and, you know, connecting with Greg and Greg's having him do little special projects. And he was studying business at the University of Hawaii. So this is perfect, like hands-on training for him. So before he left, like when he was younger, you guys didn't really have him doing things? Oh, well, he, I mean, you know, he was always in school. So he was, yeah, in high school and college. And I mean, no, he would, you know, he, you know, I think, yeah, Greg and I have worked really hard and we've packed, you know, obviously the years that we've been in this doing things. And I think, you know, on one hand, just like any kid, it's like, ah, eh, it's your parents. It's what your parents are doing. I don't necessarily know that he was that excited about it, but now it's, I think it's kind of dawning on him that there's a certain level of interest. And I think that that just kind of comes with maturity. So, totally. yeah. So is there anything that you wish more people would know about Williams syndrome or is there something maybe there's a couple things that you see that people maybe judge and they think 
you know, something and that they're just totally wrong? Well, yeah, look, I mean, I think, I think compassion is a big, you know, thing. And I think we're all having to reach new levels of compassion just on so many different levels. And the great news is I think there's a lot more, again, with uh, social media and just the way the internet is, there's just a lot more exposure. And we all recognize that we're all different. I mean, some we're all different on whatever level. I mean, some of us wear it, you know, more on the outward and some of us wear it more on the inward. But I just think for me, it's, it's about really having just massive compassion for ourselves, because I think if we hold compassion for ourselves and our own differences, then we can have greater compassion for other people. And it's also about inclusion and recognizing that we all have a place in this world. And it's all up to us to have our own unique expression, whatever that's going to be. And there's the place for everyone. There's just, I mean, that's, that's basically, I would say my message because I've watched Morgan. And of course, as a young mother, you're just, I was fear stricken by like, oh my God, what is her life going to be like? How is she going to fit in? What's going to happen to her, et cetera, et cetera. You go down these like fear roads, like we're even all going down now. Like what, what is the future going to hold? Right. And I think that if I were to go back now and tell my, you know, 27 year old, 28 year old Joanne, like what today is going to be like, Morgan has brought me more joy, more, you know, love, more experiences than I could have ever imagined. And the kind of the fear was for not in a way. So I'm not sure if that answered your question. I felt like I kind of went in a circle there. So are there um, like some things that um, you'll experience that or that you'll have to go through um, because of this, of this condition, like, um, like maybe her living at home for, or not being able to work. Um, yeah. does she have like a, a job or has she tried experiencing working at places and like, how is that going to work or how is it working or is it not an issue at all? Yeah, no, it's, it's a big issue. I mean, for sure. Yeah. So she's 22. And so she's basically gone from high school kind of to a bridge program. And so now she's been kind of learning, working, le- learning skills, um, to be able to get some sort of job. But I think the reality of it is like, just from what I see with the Williams syndrome community, it's not going to be a job like you or I have as far as like a 40 hour work week or something like that. A lot of these people have volunteer jobs. I mean, there's a lot of cognitive, um, issues surrounding Williams syndrome. So it's not like it's going to be the same sort of thing. So for sure, she won't be able to live 100% independently. It's going to look like she'll have to probably live in some sort of group home. I mean, she's got a boyfriend and he's very, very sweet, but it's not typical like, you know, like you and I know a boyfriend, you know, it's just somebody that she has a conversation with on the phone every once in a while or whatever. I mean, it's very sweet, but that box is checked off for her. Like she has a boyfriend, right? So it's, but it's, it's different. I mean, I, I always say having a child with special needs is like parenting with a twist. Like you just kind of have to keep it open and not get so um, uptight about what the future is going to hold, because I know that there's something greater out there for her. So yeah, chances are, no, she's not going to ever live completely 100% independently. She will definitely have to have some, I mean, I would, I would love to think that we would be able to kind of provide her some, 
sort of group home or organize a situation where she can live with a few, a handful of her friends. What has been the biggest challenge? Like, um, what's that? What's been the biggest challenge for you and Greg, like raising Morgan? Oh, I mean, I think it's the responsibility factor, right? You know, it's kind of feeling like you have to have things prepared. And I mean, I think Greg probably feels it more so than I do even just being the male in the relationship, not to be sexist about it. But I think he, you know, carries a big burden as far as like financially and providing for her and providing for her long term. And then of course, me as a mother, you know, I think there's times where I feel super, super guilty for Max, because long-term it's going to be, you know, he's going to be the one that's going to have to kind of navigate after we're gone. And so trying to set them up in a way, but again, see, when I go down that road, that it's not, it's, you can't it's have not it. realistic because it's, you don't really know. You can, yeah, because you don't really know. So it's like, I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's just, um, I mean, I love, fantasizing talking about it but the reality of it is it's like all you can deal with is one step at a time right you can only be as prepared as you can be and so morgan has given me a big gift in you know letting go and letting love and letting the universe have my back and so i think that that and have her back obviously because she she creates opportunities for herself like no other. She's a pretty magical lady. I mean, she'll just start talking about things and like manifest them out of thin air, you know? So she's, she knows how to do it. Like, I just think if we kind of keep our mind open to things, then we're really in a place where we can magnetize even something greater than what we've ever imagined before. I think sometimes when we have everything so planned out and then we get so disappointed, if one of those things don't line up the way we thought, then that just kind of contracts us and shuts us down and, you know, puts us in a tailspin. Whereas if we can kind of just stay open to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, and that's where the whole name even inner sense came from is that just small, quiet voice within yourself, your inner sense. And so when we are, when we connect with our inner sense and connect with that small place within ourselves, you know, my inner sense is going to tell me something different than what your inner sense is going to tell you. It doesn't mean either one is wrong or better or whatever. It's just that I'm being guided and guarded and directed through my own inner sense. Mm. And that's what we really hope that people can feel through our bottles and just, you know, through the whole just messaging. And I'm sure that you saw, um, you know, uh, on the back of our bottles, each one has a little inner flexion. And so this one is our, um, I create waves. And this one says, I flow with the waves of life. And so I just hope that when people use this product, they can read that and feel that and, be in a place uh, and just give people a little bit more peace and comfort, especially, especially now. Hmm, absolutely. So do you feel that Morgan is, she doesn't really maybe feel limited to the, you know, the way that she was born or do you do, like, do you have to remind her sometimes like, no, you can't do that. Or is she yeah. just, it does. Yeah, that's such a great question. Um, it can get challenging in that way, because I would say that she definitely has a cognitive awareness that she is different, right? So she knows that she's not 
like typically developing. And so that there's times when she says, you know, mom, this is really hard for me. And I know exactly what she's talking about. It's hard for her that she realizes that she does have limitations. I, I, she would never use the word limitation at all because I, I don't think that that's like a word we put in her vocabulary, but she knows that there's certain challenges. The thing that I love about Morgan is that she's so willing to ask for help. Like she has no problem just like, can you help me with this? Or like, and, and I think that one of the things that I've really strived for as a parent, which I, it was advice that I got really, really early on from somebody that was one of my college roommates, who turned out she was a special ed teacher long before Morgan was diagnosed. And I didn't even really, I wasn't even in the world of special education or didn't even really know anything about it. And so when Morgan was first diagnosed, she was one of the first phone calls that I made. And the one thing that she said to me was, you know, the people, and she was working with teenagers at the time. And she said, the thing that I see that the one, the people that do the best are the ones that know their strengths and their weaknesses. Like, don't be the type of parent that just tells Morgan, everything's perfect, you're perfect, it's all good, you know, whatever. It's like, be really clear about like, Morgan, look, these are your strengths, these are your weaknesses. And I think that goes for everybody, right? Like, we all have to know what our lane is and be really honest about it and put ourselves in positions where our lights can shine. And then, you know what? maybe some of the, the strengths, I mean, the weaknesses somebody else can take care of, or, you know, there's other people out there to help. And I think that that's what creates community. And so we often talk to, to Morgan about what her strengths and weaknesses are. That's great. Yeah. Well, I really um, appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on the show today and talk about Williams Syndrome awareness and what it is and what it means for you and your family. And I'm so, so honored to have you and Greg and everybody on, um, and Lonnie, one of your hairstylists. I know. I'm super excited for you to meet Lonnie, Cassandra. You are absolutely going to love her. She is a rock star and she yeah. does beautiful hair. I've been hair. watching her videos and seeing yeah. her online. She connected on, on Instagram. And so I tagged all the, all of our ambassadors, like you guys are going to love this. And I tagged everyone I know with curly hair because yeah. you know, that is an issue. And so you know, getting your hair right. I just hear from them that is it's it's difficult and they don't always find and a lot of them ask me like what the best clean products are. And like for me, I've always had a journey. Like I don't always know the answers because I don't have hair like that. And so I was able to tag all of them and feel really confident that they could learn something this weekend. And so yeah, I'm just so excited and um thank you again for the time. Um how has COVID been um, for Innersense? Like, do you see um, your business changing? I know you are in a lot of stores and salons and spas probably too. Are, how is everybody navigating this? And um, it seems like you're in great spirits. And if you are making time to do the virtual summit, like obviously it just seems that your your whole team and Lauren and like everyone that I've been talking to is, is doing well and busy. So how yeah. have you, um, how, how have you been able to manage that? And is there advice that you have for other entrepreneurs that are listening that have their own products that are trying to figure out how to, how to work th through this? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's just been kind of, you know, it's kind of like entrepreneurship, you know, it's almost like in a way I feel like Greg have Greg and I have kind of built those muscles of navigating 
challenges because when you have your own business, it's all about being willing to pivot and turn and find the flow. And I think that those are muscles that we've built since we launched this brand. I mean, let's face it. I mean, we're in the market like 15 years now. We're not youngins in this, you know? So I would just say um, for the entrepreneurs that are out there, the small businesses, it's just be open to the possibilities and be open to pivoting. I mean, I think we've, Greg is so brilliant. He has, you know, really implemented, which is funny because these are some of the things that we were implementing already before COVID. And one of them is our online chat. So now people can chat on our website and get one-on-one -on -one, uh, specific hair recommendations actually from professional stylists. So they're not just our employees, but they are actually professional stylists that they can chat with and get hair advice. So that I think has been really beneficial and I think pe people really love it. I think um, also putting ourselves out there more and I think just um, being transparent and, you know, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I think our general uh, census within inner sense is that we are absolutely positive and we do kind of definitely just continue to move on and make sure because it's about intention and it's where your thoughts and where your words and you know where that's going to all flow in that direction and so yes absolutely we've had challenges I mean we've we've uh, had to have our uh, our staff work remotely. So most of our staff is working remotely. We've had to implement things as far as shipping and navigating it is not, it's not a bed of roses, but it's just, it's something that you do when you know that this is what you have to do. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So with, um, so you're just saying that really online has really worked for you and Greg and everyone at InterSense and you have pivoted to more of an online uh, presence. I mean, you already have, I mean, obviously um, a huge social network and, um, but in terms of maybe the other salon owners like Lonnie, like is, is it something that they're also able to take online? Are they doing more of the ambassadorship kind of things or yeah. how are they able to continue to work with you and be positive too, you know, like if they don't have those muscles? Yeah, well, we, we've um, definitely, we've supported, Greg has put in a program to support the stylists going back. And so we're actually giving them product to be able to um, get themselves back to work. And so we are actually giving back to our community. And then, like I said, with the online, um, the chat that we have going on, we've been actually been able to hire some of our stylists to support them. And then of course, we're doing as much as we can do to educate, give them education. And just, uh, we just recently put out a newsletter that had a sound healing. So I have this sound healer that I love. And so she uh, did a half hour sound healing for everybody just to kind of, you know, with sound healing and crystal bowls, just the resonance of your body to be able to just kind of calm down and drop into a resonance of peace is, so so important right now so i would like to think that we've kind of we you know we are supporting our community our stylist community um through business through our online chat you know through education and um and, as well. <laughs> and and yeah and have morgan call them morgan's had some great conversations with uh stylists that she's never met before and i think they've really enjoyed it so 
Well, I await her call. I'm excited to meet yeah. her sometime. Oh, yeah. I She'll definitely love to talk with you. Yeah. You should try to have her pop on on Friday to say hi. That would be fun. She'd um, love that. Well, again, thank you for your time. I know you guys are busy, and I appreciate it. Uh, this has been great to see everyone chiming in on Facebook while we're live streaming. This was awesome. a lot today. It's a beautiful Monday here in California, and we're so excited. It's May 11th, so on the 15th. Joanne is going to be joining us with her husband, Greg, as we talk about other aspects of business and inner sense and really excited to have them alongside Cary Grant and Indy Lee and one of their stylists, Lonnie, who's at Desert Curls Studio. So join us on Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard um, on virtual our virtual um our virtual chat or virtual zoom meeting where everyone can come on have their video on say hello ask questions and have that one-on-one -on -one time we have a virtual happy hour virtual networking hour if you will at the very end where you can chat even more with everybody on so very excited for that as well and we'll see you on friday yeah looking forward to it thanks cassandra have a good day